this month we're talking on spiritual warfare. You know, I, I don't think that we, what is going on in the world right now is so obvious. Evil is so rife, but yet the light of Jesus is also rising, right? So there is so much hate. There is so much division. It is so obvious that there is more to this and it's spiritual. It's spiritual. And we can't deny that we're living in this time because it's in our face, right? We can't avoid it. It's there. The interesting thing is that You know, the spiritual atmosphere is around us every day, but we don't see it. We don't see it with our physical eyes. So it's easy for for us to deny it, but it's there. Denying it does not mean it doesn't exist. So there's a spiritual atmosphere around us because there is another dimension that we don't see, but we can feel it. Sometimes we can feel it. I know in my own life, I know God's presence. I've also felt the presence of the enemy as well. And most of, I've, most of us have. Maybe we were in that seance we weren't supposed to be in when we were a little kid. Maybe we had bad dreams and things. Maybe we were exposed to things that we shouldn't have been. But most of us at some stage have experienced good and experienced evil. And it says in Ephesians 6.12, For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the world's rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual wickedness in high places. We need to see things for what they are. Often we look at maybe a person that represents the wrong things and we begin to hate them. We should never hate the person. We should remember that there's always something bigger behind the person. There's always something else at work behind the person. Yes, the enemy can use other people, absolutely, but we need to pray for that person. And remember who it is that is at work in this world, which is Satan. He is at work in this world, stirring people up against each other, causing division, causing fighting. We need to recognise we don't wrestle against human beings. We wrestle against the enemy. Who's ever had that feeling that there's more? that there's more. You know, I don't know about you, but I love watching superhero movies. I I love it because there's always that fight between good and evil. And it it takes your imagination to that place. It opens your mind to the thought that there is something more because there is, because we are all spiritual beings. There is more to us than what you touch and feel because we are spirit on the inside and there is something more on our lives that Jesus has for us 
And when we put on Christ, we begin to enter that realm. When we have the power of Christ on the inside, we realise because we are made it, we are made in God's image. We're made in God's image, right? So when we have and we can have his attributes when we ask Jesus into our life. So we are spiritual beings and it's not flesh and blood that we fight. We, there's a battle in the spiritual realm that we don't see that happens around us every day, every day, because there is the fight for the souls of men and women on this earth. And each side is fighting for your life. Each side is fighting. So there is more going on to what we see. Even sometimes as humans, we can do stupid things. We can make stupid choices, can't we? We can't blame Satan for everything. We can't blame him because we actually choose. He tempts us, but we choose to go there. So sometimes it's just stupid things that we do and we walk into the trap. But I really felt this morning there's a lot of us that have surrendered ground to the enemy. We've surrendered that ground. We've given up. So he's, he's, he's come in and he's taken camp in that ground. We've waved the white flag and we've given up that ground in our life. And so our, our, our life is not fully surrendered to God. It's not fully surrendered, so it's not fully empowered by God because we have surrendered ground to the enemy. It's time to take that ground back. You know, I really sense this morning that we need to understand that in Christ... If you are in Christ, you are not a victim. You are not a victim, you are a victor. Let me say that again. If you are in Christ, you are not a victim, you are a victor in him. So therefore, you have everything you need. You have everything you need in Christ to stand because we already know that he has won the battle already. So we fight the fight of faith, knowing the outcome. Who can say that? Who can say entering a battle that they already have the outcome? We have that outcome. So we can fight with assurance that the battle has already been won. So how do we fight this battle? We need to put on the armour of God to protect ourselves daily, a soldier does not go out into battle without the armour on. Number one, put on that armour every day. You can read more about that in Ephesians 6. So we need to stand in God's truth. And prayer is our way to advancing. We talked about advancing. Advancing and praying in authority. Not praying, pleading with God, but praying in authority and belief. Because as children of God, we can come boldly before the Looking throne of about God. in flesh. We do not war according to flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not fleshly, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, pulling down imaginations 
and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought into the obedience of Christ. So what this pulling down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought into the obedience of Christ. So what this is saying is we can't fight the opposition that we can't see with our human will. With our human will. We can't do it with our human will. We need the power of Jesus within us to overcome, to pull down those strongholds that we have built in our lives. You know, there are strongholds in this room, maybe from generations. Maybe you've built them yourself, but there are strongholds in our lives that we need to pull down in the name of Jesus because they're stopping us. They're stopping us from moving forward because we've allowed the enemy to build a stronghold. A stronghold is like a tower in our life. We've built it brick by brick. Every time we give in to that thing, whatever it might be, addiction or habit, Every time we give in to that thing, we build another brick. We strengthen that stronghold in our life. The blood of Jesus gives us authority to stand. He is the only one that gives us that authority to stand in the blood of Jesus. It says in Colossians 2.15, Having stripped rulers and authorities... He made a show of them, publicly triumphing over them in it. This was Jesus. He went into hell and he disarmed the enemy. Every single demon he disarmed in, the name, in his name. And he has all authority. So if we stand in him and his strength, we have authority. But we need to cover ourselves with Jesus. We need to cover ourselves in his blood. So we need to pull down those strongholds in our life that maybe have been there for a long time. I've, I've probably talked about this before, but there was a stronghold in my family of anger and it was on my life and it was a stronghold and it was an overwhelming, overpowering stronghold. And I had to make a decision that I was going to dismantle that thing and it wasn't going to rule my life. So I had to take authority over it in the name of Jesus. So every time I felt that anger rise up, I spoke the word of God. For the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness and self-control. And I will not give in to this thing. And I rebuke it now in the name of Jesus. It has no power over my life. It will have no power over my children's lives. But you have to recognise that there is a stronghold and take authority and stop blaming everyone else. We are not victims. We are victors. So let's decide to make a decision about the things that the enemy has taken a hold of. Maybe in your family there's an addiction to drugs or drink or maybe there's all sorts of stuff that goes on in different families. But we need to take authority over it 
so it doesn't go down to our kids. You be the one to stop it. You be the one to stand and say, no, this is not happening anymore. Don't be afraid, but be bold because God is with you. You know, we've already won that battle. We know the outcome. You know, we build those strongholds and we need to, dismet- we need to also take authority to, to break those strongholds, whatever they are. Maybe it's pride. That's a stronghold. Maybe it's fear, intimidation, all those things that we build in our lives. Speak God's word over it. Pull down that stronghold. Don't let it get stronger. Don't keep building that thing in your life. Maybe over your kids, maybe there's rebellion. You know, we can break that in the power of prayer. We can intercede for our children. We can intercede for them. You know, God would often speak to me about my children and he'll give you the key. He will tell you exactly what you need to pray for. But the key is not to give up because he'll discourage you. There'll be disappointments, there'll be discouragements because often things don't happen when we want them to. But we need to persevere and keep going and not back down. Refused to bow down and just accept it. Refuse to wave the white flag. I'm not waving that white flag. I'm not giving up. I'm not backing down. Jesus is with me. He is for me. I also helps our infirmities, for we do not know what we should pray for as we ought. But the Spirit himself makes intercession for us with groaning which cannot be uttered. And he's searching the hearts, knows what's in the mind of the Spirit, because he makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. Intercession for us with groaning which cannot be uttered. And he's searching the hearts, knows what's in the mind of the Spirit, because he makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. You know, I prayed for a very long time to receive this prayer language. Um, It is so important for us to understand that this is a spiritual intercession to God that builds us up on the inside. But not only that, I don't know about you, but there are many times that I honestly don't know what to pray. I don't know what to pray and I'm at my wits end and I don't know what to do. So I go straight to my spiritual language. And that is amazing because God knows and I can intercede. I don't know what I'm praying, but the Spirit does. And the Spirit is interceding on my behalf. How powerful is that? How powerful is that that we can go to that place and know that the Spirit is interceding on our behalf. I have heard also many miracles in regards to using your spiritual language. So there was a lady that went to Hong Kong and she went to one of the most terrible places 
that there was opium addiction, there was prostitution, there was everything you can imagine. It was a walled city and it wasn't even part of Hong Kong. It was sort of on the outskirts and no one wanted to go there, but she went there. And um, she wanted to help the people that were addicted get off of drugs. And she tried various things. And then she realised that when these people got touched by the Holy Spirit and they started speaking in tongues to God, they were set free of their addiction. What a miracle. So there is power in the Holy Spirit interceding for us because we don't know. We don't understand, but God knows and he understands. And so there can also be miracles in the spiritual realm when we trust that God knows. Your prayers, your prayers have the power to change things. Your prayers have the power to change your family, to change your community and to change the atmosphere. But you know what the enemy does? He discourages you and he says, well, that hasn't happened yet, so just stop praying. And what happens? You don't see the breakthrough because he knows your prayers are powerful and that's why he tries to tell you not to go there. It says in James 5, 16, the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. Do not be discouraged. Continue to intercede and you will see amazing things happen. You've got to pray in faith. Declare in faith. Speak over your circumstances. Speak over your situation. It was funny, the other night, Pastor Phil was speaking exactly about this sort of stuff and he said, speak to your bank account, speak to your mortgage, like in faith. Obviously, you've got to do the work as well, like can't just sit back and not work or do anything. But in faith, if you're living the way God has called you to, you can expect that when you speak, things are going to change. Because God has given you authority. Do you realize he has given us dominion over the earth? He gave us dominion. And in Jesus, we have all power, but we don't walk in that power. A lot of us don't. Some of us do, but a lot of us don't. It says to be watchful. It says the enemy is at work where we don't realize. So in Ephesians um, 6, 18, it says praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, being watchful to this end, with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints. So it's saying, observe your surroundings. Be watchful. Observe what's happening. See if someone's struggling. See if, you know, a family member looks like maybe they're going to make the wrong decision. Be watchful and pray. Your prayers can turn things around. You know, the enemy is causing division between marriages. He causes divisions in families over the most ridiculous things. I've heard people fighting over, you borrowed my hose and you didn't bring it back and they don't speak to each other for a year. Like, crazy stuff. The thing is, we've got to understand who's at the bottom of all that. And we've got to learn to forgive and take that ground back. 
forgive people. Pray for them. Be alert. Jesus removed himself from the crowds just so he could pray. If Jesus did it, then we should do it also. We can be so deceived by the enemy. And the division, like especially in marriages, sometimes we argue about the most ridiculous things, right? The towel is not the right way. Yeah, that's one of my things. Um, all sorts of things can just really get to you. And when you think about it, you think, what was that even about? Like, that was just insane. And I, I recognised, took me a while to recognise, but I recognised eventually that sometimes it was the enemy. Sometimes, yeah, I, I walked into the trap, but often it was the enemy stirring things up and causing this, this you know, disunity. And I started praying the blood of Jesus over my marriage, the blood of Jesus over my family and I do that every day because I don't want anything to get in and to cause division within my family. So take responsibility to bring heaven to earth. God gave us his authority to walk in it, to walk in it. As Pastor Phil said the other night when the disciples were in the boat and the storm came, and Jesus was asleep. Why was he asleep? Because he wanted the disciples to speak to the storm. He allowed that to happen because he wanted them shall occur. Having been bound in heaven, and whatever you shall loose on earth shall occur, having been loosed in heaven. Again, I say to you that if two of you shall agree on earth as regarding anything that they shall ask, it shall be done for them by my Father in heaven. How powerful in heaven. Again, I say to you that if two of you shall agree on earth as regarding anything that they shall ask, it shall be done for them by my Father in heaven. How powerful are two people standing in agreement? God says that he will answer your prayer if you're in agreement. How amazing that if all of us are in unity and in agreement, he will answer our prayers. That's his promise to us. Whatever we bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever we loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. We have been given authority to use. Because when evil is rampant, is a good indication that the people of God are not walking in authority, right? If evil is rampant in a certain area, it means that the children of God have backed up, that they've given that authority over to that. It's, it's significant in areas. You can walk in different areas and you can feel atmosphere changes because prayer opens and changes atmospheres. Unity with God's children is powerful, very powerful. Matthew 6.10 says, Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. His kingdom means 
God's way of doing things, not man's way of doing things, God's way of doing things. So when the kingdom comes, God's rule, God's way of doing things, which is opposite, obviously, to our way of doing things, then he, we can pray that on earth as it is in heaven. We can bring his authority and his way of doing things onto this earth and we can change things. We can shift things. We need God's kingdom. We need his will to be done right now. We need his love right now on this earth, don't we? Like never before. We need his love. We need his power. We need his authority right now on this earth to change things, to see people be delivered from their bondages, from their fears, from hate, addictions, all these terrible things. Jesus came to set us free from all of that stuff so that we can walk in authority, we can walk in power, not as a victim, but as a victor. Whatever God loves, we should love, and whatever God hates, we should hate. That's his kingdom, his way of doing things. If you don't know what his way is, then you need to read your Bible. It's pretty clear in the Bible what his way of doing things is, which is very different to our way of doing things. Does God want people to stay in bondage to addiction and all sorts of things? No, he doesn't. So he calls us to pray and he calls us to stand and he calls us to declare his will on this earth. Over other people's circumstances as well as our own. And that's why we pray for our state. You know, that's why we pray for the atmosphere of this state to be changed in Jesus' name. So we're here to fight against evil. There are two sides at work, good and evil. We need to choose a side. If you know God's will, you're going to find out your purpose when you read the Bible and you'll find out more about that. And he'll teach you how to fight and he'll teach you how to stand. And we need to cover ourselves in Christ and everything that he has for us. And he wants us to live our absolute best life. You know he wants that for you. He wants that for me. Jesus wants you to live your absolute best life, empowered, set free, joyful. He wants all of that for you. And that's why he died on the cross for us all, so that we could have our best life. Fulfilling and with purpose. The weapons we fight with are spiritual. So I'm just to remind us of everything that we need to do to fight and stand. We need to put on the armour of God. 
We need to speak out God's word against the enemy and we need to pray. We need to pray and believe and stand in faith and we will see things shift. When we stand in the authority of Jesus, we will see breakthrough. We will see breakthrough. Because we cannot win in human strength. No amount of willpower will break some of the things that are opposing us. No amount of willpower will break them. No amount of trying to be good, because none of us are good. None of us can be good. It's not possible in our human strength. And that's why Jesus died on the cross for us, that we could put on his righteousness and know that we are set free, that we're no longer enslaved to sin. Let's just pray right now in this atmosphere, mighty God. Lord, I just know that there are strongholds in this room right now that have been built in people's lives that are holding them back. Lord God, I pray right now that you will reveal them in the name of Jesus. Whatever that stronghold is, if there's a stronghold of addiction in your family, if there's a stronghold of fear or intimidation, whatever that is, I want you to bring that before God this morning and stand against it in the name of Jesus that you'd be completely set free. Jesus came to set the captives free. To set the captives free. Some of us don't realise we're a captive, but we're a captive of sin, of shame, of all those things. But we don't need to be because Jesus died for us. So if that's you this morning, if, if you're thinking right now, well, I'd like to be set free and I'd like to live an empowered life and I'd like to know this Jesus that can do that for me, just indicate that by lifting your hands in this place. I'm going to pray for you. We're going to believe that Jesus will enter your world and he will change your life just going to do that right now with every eye closed you're sensing right now Jesus you're sensing that stirring that feeling that uncomfortable feeling if that's you I just want you to lift up your hands I'm going to pray for you right now and believe speak to people this morning. Okay, we're going to shift some strongholds this morning that I believe we need to do. Okay, so if you know that God has been speaking to, to you this morning about some sort of stronghold in your life, I want you to just lift up your hand. I'm going to pray for you too. Awesome. Awesome, guys. Thank you, God. Thank you, God nothing to be ashamed of by the way so it's actually quite common 
most of us will face some sort of stronghold in our life at some stage. So if you want to be set free of that this morning, let's just believe, let's do it. Come on, let's do it. Let's not, let's not go another day with that ground not being given up, not being given back to God. Let's do it. Amen. Amen. Thank you, God. Awesome. Let's just pray. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. We take back that ground right now in the name of Jesus. That ground that the enemy has tried to take, Lord, we take it back in the name of Jesus. We nail that stuff to the cross and we say no more. And we stand in the name of Jesus. And we thank you, God, that we take that ground back in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, we pray and we declare the blood of Christ over this ground for every person that has lifted their hand this morning, Lord. Let them feel your freedom right now in the name of Jesus.